after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. This is Avrami Finkelstein, briefly sitting in for the one and only Nachum Siegel on this Monday morning edition of your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
even if the world don't turn, the fire will burn the H time me. A corpus some sacrifice. Yeah, put H on me. We clapping loud, screaming loud, we gonna take the crown, bring it back straight to the king. Then we bow, Mahu complete. Yep. Pick up a mix for lay down the hate. Ola my bar or Ola my say. The feeling is great when we can say. Praise our shim, his name is great. And the night's so clear, like the shine upon your crown. Yeah, we're up so high in the midnight sky, and we'll never come back Trying to make it to the top so that the world should know. Touch my heart with a flow. Let my eyes shimmer. I'm a vet, take a deep breath And let the melody steady me I'm leaving doubt behind I keep the truth ahead of me Ready as I'll ever be Care I tie in my deep I got a deep, deep Seeking the peace inside of me And when I find it Gotta find a way to stay reminded I'm blinded I wish there was a way I could rewind it I know it takes a lot of work But I don't mind it I find it I chronicle time And keep grinding I read the task of old And get lifted Gifted to come into the world Try to fix it Ain't nothing to it But to do it You and me Till the V wrote a piece Sing Psalm 23 Cause we been on a mission over centuries every soul a piece of the puzzle gotta add my piece
hearing me, let the 613 keep steering me. If you're walking to the sound of the beat, move your feet, sing to the melody. Walking, no fear in me, let the 613 keep steering me. If you're walking to the sound of the beat, move your feet, sing to the melody. Walking, no fear in me, let the 613 keep steering me. If you're walking to the sound of the beat, move your feet, sing to the melody. Walking, no fear in me, let the 613 keep steering me. If you're walking to the sound of the beat, move your feet, sing to the melody.
כל חלום שבאו בלהות, אני יודע זה מאבק. להיות או לא להיות, ועכשיו, כשבחוף שלי יש דגל שחור, שערה כזו של רגש לא רואה כבר אור, גם אם הכל עדיין מפורק, בפנים יודע שזה יעבור. Thank you. 
was Akiva, great uh, new single, Vahachzik Chazak. Glad to be able to bring it to you. Beautiful song here on a Monday morning. This is Avrami briefly sitting in for the one and only Nahum Siegel, who should be in uh, sometimes, uh, sometime between now and 7 or just after the news, but probably before the news. We'll see what happens. It's a little bit of a longer day in shul this morning because of Kriyat Torah and stuff. So we will see what happens, but Nahum will be in uh, not too long from now. And then continue hosting the rest of the program on this Monday morning. Uh, we also had in there in that set Gabrielle Tumbach with uh, Modeani, uh, Aryeh Kunstler featuring uh, Rafal Hebro Fulcher with Ga- the Gom remix, God Elbaz with Nisim Black with Hashem Melach 2.0, our Monday morning theme song, Mayor Sherman's Maasecha Hashem. And of course, we started off the program with Regesh and Modeani. Uh, we thank you so much for tuning in and joining us on this, the fifth day of the month of Shvat, the 15th of the month of January. Today's DAF, if anyone is uh, uh, keeping up, or I guess if you're keeping up, you don't need to know, but if you're curious but <laughs> not following it, it's uh, Baba Kama 74. Apparently there are 46 days left until the beginning of Baba Metziah. And Kala Kavod to all those who are involved in any sort of daily learning, whether it's DAF Yomi, Mishnah Yomi, Halacha Yomi, Rambam Yomi, uh, Tehillim Yomi, whatever it is. May you uh, continue to have the strength and resolve to stick with it day in and day out. Pretty awesome. Uh, 6.27 a.m. on the east coast of the United States. Oh, actually, according to my phone, it's 6.23. So it's somewhere around there. But no, I think it's 6.20. I think my computer is right. 6.28 here in Beit Shemesh. It is about uh, 1.28 in the afternoon. Um, And uh, today was the shop day for us here in uh, Beit Shemesh, went out and did my uh, shopping for the next uh, week or so. I tend to do that on Mondays or Tuesdays because later in the week it gets too packed. On Sundays, a lot of things are still missing. Uh, But that is what we did today before uh, starting this program. Uh, Coming up after this program, we've got um, a new edition of Mayor Milim with Rabbi Benji Kramer. And I will tell you what topic he's going to be covering today. He is going to be covering... Uh, Tehillim Kuf Chaf, Psalm 120, as uh, he has been covering a lot of the various uh, psalms in uh, recent weeks. Uh, although last week, he I don't think he did last week. If I look it up now, Mayor Milim with Rabbi Benji Kramer. I will find it for you one second in the app here. Uh, last week, was he, discuss, he discussed um, the words Sheger and Shegra. I believe he mentioned in that episode that he did that because Nahum Siegel specifically asked him about those words. Uh, but he's been focusing a lot on Tehillim lately, obviously. So uh, today we'll continue that. Uh, Yoni and Seth are off today, so we will not have an edition of After Further Review coming up. So following 
uh, Mayor Milim. It's just going to be great music here at the network all day long. Great uh, accompaniment to whatever it is you're doing, whether you're in the office or at home with the day off or on the go or traveling. So make sure to take us with you. And um, it's a good time to enjoy that music or check out shows or interviews that you may have missed. It's all available for you on the app as well as at NahumSiegel.com. We are going to head back to the music right now for our next set of the morning. This one's Yoni Z, a song entitled Crown, a single that came out, was part of his album after that. A wonderful tune, a wonderful upbeat tune to get us going on this Monday morning. And we are so glad that you are tuned in and making Nahum Siegel Network programming part of your morning. Thank you so much. This is Avrami, and you are tuned into JM and the AM, being brought to you currently live from Beit Shemesh, Israel, here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Among men in the service of Hashem, it's a bond that never ends, no. And thank God for that. You are princes among men in the service of Hashem, it's a love that never ends, no. And thank God for that, cuz.
שעומד אחריי מלפניי מעליי הוא העומד על הקשה אני עולה כשאני יורד כשאני בא חושך מועד הוא מכיר אותי טוב טוב מכיר אותי לא טוב מכיר מראש ועד סוף נגלך עליי אהבה זה נכון אבל למה רחמך אגרוף?
ישמח ליבנו, כי בשם קודשו
waiting, about to show your face. The whole wide world's becoming your holy place. Wherever I look, I only see your name. In a single moment, everything will change. Feels like it's 459 on a Thursday. Redemption's a minute, a minute away. When I get back on Monday, when I get back, I'll never be the same. When the show for sounds is blasting, that's when it all changes. Final credits rolling, the whole world will see your name. We'll sing our many colors, but our voice will sound the same. In a single moment, yes, everything will change. Opens his eyes, something's wrong. He lifts up his head, he hears sirens wailing. There's smoke in the air, he can't breathe. He gets out of bed, and a rocket explodes. Shma Yisrael, Hashem Elokeh, Hashem. So many years we've been scattered Chased from each country with violence and hate We're back in our land, our true home But the hatred persists When will it end? Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeh Hashem Never alone, you call us your own. 
They broke down the walls and searched through Cold-hearted killers they tortured with glee Massacre like never before The world cheers them on How can this be? J.M. in the A.M. with Mayor Green. They call that Songs of Soldiers. Shmai Yisrael from L11, eighth day with 459. Nafshenu Chikta, as done by Yonatan Razel. Baruch Hashem, that was Zusha and Pumpadisa featuring Matt Dub. Chroma and Simcha Liner had top of the chart. Shuli Rand with Karev Yom and Crown, done by Yoni Z. I want to thank... Avrami for opening up our broadcast on this Monday, 15th of January. Happy birthday to those who are celebrating a birthday on the 15th of January. Day five in the month of Shvat. And today's a legal holiday in the United States, Martin Luther King Day. So a lot of people have a day off. Some do not. We are here. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network and, of course, any beloved NSN app.
Kali, it's on the background to our news, news from Israel coming up on this Monday. Keep in mind our brothers and sisters in Israel now that we're past day 100 of this war. I cannot even begin to think what the hostages are going through. But we have no choice but to continue to focus on their situation and their plight and their fate. And I hope everybody remembers that. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday is next. Boker Tov from Jam Nam. גלי צהל מירושלים השעה שתיים. שלום רב, באולפן יולי רובינשטיין עם מה שקורה עכשיו. לפני מספר דקות התראות במרגליות ובקריית שמונה. חשד לפיגוע דריסה ודקירה ברעננה. בזירה שלושה פצועים קל ובינוני. מצטרפת אלינו כתבתנו הדס שטייף. שלום, מדובר באירוע בו רכב נסע ברכב הלחימה בעזה, לוחמי חטיבה 646 שפועלים במרחב מחנה נוטירת שבמרכז רצועת עזה איתרו מתחם לייצור פיצצות מרגמה במחנה, מפעל לייצור רקטות ואמצעי לחימה שהוסלקו בתוך מבנה של ארגון הומניטרי. במסגרת הסריקות איתרו הלוחמים שמונה מחבלי חמאס שהסתתרו בבית ספר. המחבלים נעצרו ונלקחו להמשך חקירת כוחות הביטחון. בנוסף, במרחב בית הספר הותר מחסן אמצעי לחימה שהכיל אמל"ח רב. שב"כ חשף פלטפורמות מזויפות ברשת שבאמצעותן גורמי ביטחון איראנים מנסים לאסוף מידע על אזרחים ישראלים ולהפעיל אותם לביצוע משימות ביטחוניות. עם הפרטים כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. בין הפלטפורמות ששב"כ חושף, כאלה שמקדמות פעילות מול משפחות חטופים ישראלים במסגרת אותן פעולות, גורמי הביטחון האיראנים מקדמים צילום של מפגינים או מילוי סקרים עם פרטים אישיים של ישראלים במטרה לאסוף באופן הזה מידע על אזרחים. למשל, בשם דמעות המלחמה, שמפרסמת הצעות עבודה מזדמנות למשימות סביב נושא החטופים, ובאופן הזה גורמת לישראלים לבצע עבור האיראנים משימות ביטחוניות, כמו צילום בתיהם של בכירי מערכת הביטחון. הרמטכ"ל לשעבר אביב כוכבי מתייחס לראשונה לאירועי 7 באוקטובר, ואומר, אני שואל את עצמי ללא הרף, מה יכולנו לעשות אחרת? ה-7 באוקטובר הוא אירוע מזעזע, שמחייב בירור עמוק בתחקירים נוקבים. גם התקופה בה פיקדתי על צה"ל. אני אחראי להחלטות ולפעולות שנעשו בצה"ל בתקופתי. ואני שואל את עצמי ללא הרף, מה יכולנו לעשות אחרת? כתבנו יואל עברי מוסיף שכוכבי מתח ביקורת על חלק משרי הממשלה ואמר, השאירו את הצבא מחוץ לשיח הפלגני, תנו לצה"ל לנצח. כל אלו שנוקטים בדרך מפלגת ובראשם אנשי ציבור, בעלי השפעה, מפוררים אותנו ויוצרים איום קיומי. 
הממשלה צפויה בעוד זמן קצר להצביע על התקציב לשנת 2024. מדווח כתב התחום הפוליטי שחר גליק. רוב השרים סגרו על סיכום תקציבי עם האוצר, גם השר בן גביר הודיע בסוף שיצביע בעד התקציב. נשארו עוד מספר שרים בליכוד ובש"ס שעדיין מנהלים משא ומתן. בשעה הקרובה הממשלה צפויה לסיים את ההצבעה על התקציב ולאשר אותו למרות התנגדות המחנה הממלכתי. ומזג האוויר בצפון הארץ ובמרכזה צפוי גשם מדי פעם שיתמעט במהלך היום. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. כולם יחזרו הביתה, נחכה להם למטה, הלוואי נדע בשורות טובות. כי עם הנצח לעולם לא מפחד, אפילו כשקשה לראות. כולם ביחד, אף אחד פה לא בודד, שישרפו המלחמות. עם ישראל חי! אם לא נשכח תמיד להיות מאוחדים, עם ישראל חי. בעליות, בירידות, גם בשעות הכי קשות, הקדוש ברוך הוא שומר עלינו, אז מי יכול עלינו? כי אין לנו עוד מדינה. לא תיפול כעת רוחנו מסביב ברזל של חרבות. ויונה תפרוס כנפיים, התקווה בת שנות אלפיים, עוד נצא לשיר ברחובות. כי עם הנצח לעולם לא מפחד, אפילו כשקשה לראות. כולם ביחד, אף אחד פה לא בודד. שישרפו המלחמות. עם ישראל חי, אם לא נשכח תמיד להיות מאוחדים. עם ישראל חי, בעליות, בירידות, גם בשעות הכי קשות. הקדוש ברוך הוא שומר עלינו, אז מי יכול עלינו?
JM in the AM. That's um, Am Yisrael Chai as performed by Eyal Golan here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, our news from Israel. Um, Monday morning broadcast on this 15th day of January, day number five in the month of Shvat. The year is 5784. And uh, today's Martin Luther King Day, legal holiday in the United States. For many, we are here, of course, plenty of people working, some people with the day off. I welcome all of you who are tuned in from around the world. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Segal Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. So a few years back, we met a gentleman named David Matlow, and the, um, the name is certainly familiar to any regular listener of JM and the AM. David has the world's largest Herzl collection. He knows everything about a lot of stuff, but certainly knows everything about Theodore Herzl and is a real collector of some incredible uh, Herzl memorabilia. And he's explained to us on so many occasions uh, different things in history, in modern Jewish history, having to do with Herzl, having to do with the establishment of the state of Israel, having to do with Israel's relationship with the United States, etc., etc. We have some of the great gifts, the Herzl gifts that David's given us sitting right here in our brand new studio in New York City um, here at JM in the AM. Uh, but I discovered something about the Matlow family this week that I just had to feature on the air. And that is that David's father, Irving, at the age of 96, made Aliyah, moved to Israel, became a citizen of the state of Israel. And this history that was revealed as he's making Aliyah, I think, I think now gives us even greater insight into why David is the way he is. David Matlow, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum Boker Tov from Jerusalem, where I am right now. Amazing. Um, so many of us, and I'm sure many listeners, were always fascinated and continue to be fascinated by your fascination with Theodore Herzl and the commitment you've made uh, to collect, uh, to visit certain locations, to educate, to produce material for, for school children, uh, to do what you do with us here at JMNAM, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, we always wondered, you know, what would bring somebody to be this obsessed, and I say that in the nicest way possible, with a segment or a personality or something having to do with modern Jewish history in the state of Israel. And then, of course, we hear this week of the history of your father, and, and frankly, uh, now we understand it a lot more. Uh, before we talk about the Aliyah, could you just describe from a Zionistic standpoint the type of household you grew up in? Well, my my grandparents, my father's parents, moved from Toronto to Israel in 1954. Uh, this was the fulfillment of their dream. They they worked for the creation of the Jewish state, and when it happened, they moved. So I had a home in Ramat Gan, and in the 60s, when I was one and two and five years old, we would spend our summers in Israel with our grandparents. And my father, Irving, was not satisfied simply with visiting Israel for two weeks, two months. So in 1970, when I was in grade five, we spent a full year in Israel. That was the peak of my Hebrew language, and I've been living off of that uh, for the last 53 years. Um, we visited Israel uh, regularly. My mother 
was the national president of Hadassah Witso. It's the, the Canadian uh, arm of the Women's Scientist Organization. My father, Irving, who made Aliyah, he was actually a member of Machal, he left the University of Toronto after three, after third year, volunteer to fight in the newly formed Sahel in the War of Independence, and came back to complete fourth year um, a, a year later. He was a Hebrew speaker. Uh, my grandparents were Hebrew speakers, and because my dad was a Hebrew speaker, he was in the communications um, part of the the Seventh Brigade under the command of another Canadian, um, a Canadian hero named Ben Dunkelman. Uh, so is and when my dad returned to to Canada, he uh, founded the Canadian branch of the Vadlamanachayel, the Association for the Soldiers of Israel. So between Hadassah and the Soldiers of Israel, and going to Jewish day schools and Jewish summer camps, and our, visiting our grandparents. We were steeped in Zionism uh, our whole lives. Yeah, that's an understatement. When did you take the deep dive into the official study and collecting and fascination with Herzl and so much having to do with the state of Israel and its relationship with the United States and Canada? My grandmother, the one who um, moved to Roma again with my grandfather, my grandfather died in 1965, and my, my grandmother lived until 1991. In her, in her home in Ramat Gan, there was a framed portrait of Herzl. And so my Yerusha, my inheritance was that portrait. I asked for it, and that was item one in my collection. Um, but as I think back, um, I, I participate. I went to a, a Jewish day school, conservative day Solomon Schechter School, Conservative Day School in, in Toronto, and, and w in grade seven wrote a play about Zionists with a, uh, a good friend of mine who's now a prominent psychiatrist in Toronto, so he might be able to explain me better than I can. <laughs> um, and, and so it was, and I've always fascinated with how the state of Israel came to be. But looking at some old slides, I found a pic, uh, a slide a photograph of me and my sister, uh, my next oldest sister. She actually made Aliyah and lives here in 1965 at Har Herzl, Mount Herzl. The two of us are standing beside Herzl's grave. I'm five, she's seven, which means that Herzl was important to our parents when we would visit Jerusalem on a day trip from Ramadan. This was 1965, so Jerusalem was was a separated city. You couldn't go to the old city. And so one of the sites we went to visit, uh, of course, was Mount Herzl, which means Herzl was significant to my parents. And uh, who knows, that maybe that's where the penny dropped for my Herzl fascination. Uh, but it has been something uh, as part of my life uh, for as long as I can remember. Yeah, part is uh, an understatement. David Matlow is with us. What date did your father make Aliyah? We arrived on the LL from Newark on the 3rd of January. And so, but he, he had an Aliyah. We were scheduled to go on October the 18th. And obviously with the events of October 7th and, and cancellation of flights and, and all, you know, a myriad of other factors, which everyone knows about, we did not go. 
Um, but my dad was ready to go on October the 8th. He said, I'm, I'm ready to go. If it means to the people of Israel that I am not afraid, I am going. How ironic, because that's essentially how he got to Israel 75 years ago. And in, in reaction to the War of Independence uh, being in full swing, he felt the need to go and uh, defend the land and the state of Israel. Right. His children were afraid for him to go. So uh, <laughs> we waited it until January 3rd. And so that's when we arrived. And last Thursday, I think it was the 11th of January, he got his two dots hoot at the interior ministry so that makes it official he has an israeli identification card and uh, and and he has said simply walking around israel now as a citizen he feels different this was a culmination of a lifelong passion for israel and it really makes it official uh for him uh, to be an Israeli citizen. And when did this begin? And I know it's been his whole life, but in terms of a serious effort where he said, okay, that's it, I'm going, was this, that, was this something that started a few months ago? Was it a few years back? When do, you, when do you think he actually made this decision that ended up uh, being the January 3rd flight to Israel? It is something that he's talked off and on about over the years, but it was in the spring, maybe April or so, he said it, and I and. I said, well, if, if, if you're serious, let's do it. And so in, in Toronto, where, where we live, I reached out to the Jewish agency. They have a shaliyah there uh, to begin the aliyah process, at least in Canada. It's initially through the Jewish agency and then through Nefesh Benefesh. Both the Jewish agency and Nefesh Benefesh were fantastic. They, they accelerated the process and understand, understanding the uniqueness of a 96-year-old wanting to make Aliyah and the need to move on with it. And so uh, there was the paperwork and portals and mechanics to, to work through. But by, you know, the summertime, it was, it was ready to go. Um, and so I have to commend Nefesh Benefesh and the Jewish agency for facilitating the fulfillment of my dad's dream. They worked uh, extra fast, and uh, unfortunately, because of events, it was delayed two and a half months, but but from April to October was, was a, a really expeditious processing of his Aliyah application. And of course, they understood that uh, this is a, a 96-year-old who was there at the birth of the state yep. and, and the significance of, of his return and and I believe he's the last living Canadian volunteer from the War of Independence and so it's been a little bit of a media sensation here in Israel and in Canada the fact that he's made Aliyah at this stage. Well, the whole thing is unbelievable. Had they treat him on the flight? Did they realize that a 96 year old with the distinctions that you just mentioned was traveling with them to Israel? Uh, they did actually before we took off. The pilot made an announcement over the PA system, both in Hebrew and in English, uh, to the applause of of people. And then my dad was invited to the cockpit wow. to talk to the pilots somewhere over the Atlantic. <laughs> and uh, there, there there are two pilots there, and and they were chatting for about uh, ten minutes, and then. 
Uh, one of the pilots stood up to shake his hand, and I said, who's flying the plane? <laughs> um, but there was a co-pilot there, and uh, they really, um, LL actually put a short video of it on the LL Israel um, Instagram site. You can see some, some footage of, of the visit with the, with the pilots. LL as well understood the uniqueness and the significance uh, of what my dad was doing. And uh, what, what's it been like? Have you had a chance to stroll through the streets of Israel with your father? Have you had an opportunity to, uh, to, to watch him bask in this uh, environment that he feels has made himself feel very differently at this point? Absolutely. On Shabbat, my, my sister is a, a member of Kola uh, Neshama congregation in Jerusalem and he had a special aliyah and it was a big uh, celebration with uh, dancing around the bima and people coming up and wishing him a muscle over a bashatova um, from, from many people and uh, yeah, people recognize him from from some of the press and actually uh, in a few minutes we're going to be heading to on Channel 11, who they're interviewing him on television as well. It is a, it's a people feel are, are are looking for things to feel good about. It's a very difficult time, as you you all your listeners would know. And this is just a morale boosting story. And my father feels he's of service to the people of Israel by telling his story and uh, being amenable to whoever wants to talk about it, whoever wants to uh, speak about it, uh, show it on TV, whatever it might be, um, that's his way uh, at 96 to contribute to improving the morale of the people. And it, it is a fact that people do feel good, at least for a few minutes, when they hear about this story. Well, I mean, uh, you know, the, the, the whole it's never too late aspect of it is pretty remarkable, frankly. And as somebody who's uh, been committed in whatever way they have to Zionism, to the state of Israel, to the future of the Jewish people being in the state of Israel, it, it, it shows everybody of every age uh, that, it, uh, that, that, at, that at any age uh, we are welcome in the state of Israel. And at any age, uh, if one is capable of doing it, they certainly should consider and follow through in terms of moving Absolutely. to the state of Israel. Have you introduced, and I, I hope some people get this joke, have you introduced them to your barber yet? Well, um, yes, he knows my Barbara Schmulek, and, and you're, uh, you're alluding to the fact that... Um, that you refuse I, to get um, your haircut anywhere else but Schmulek in Israel, even if you're in Toronto for months. That's correct. So I, I have my haircut in, um, at Schmulek's. I call it follicular Zionism. I'm coming to Israel to have my haircut. For those of your listeners who are interested, you can find a short film about it, follicular Zionism during the pandemic, right. which is on YouTube. <laughs> it's pretty funny, actually. Uh, but like, you're committed. When it comes to things Israel, you're committed, David, and you certainly uh, prove it each and every time. Well, what can I say? Please wish your dad a mazal tov from us. It is so inspiring and so incredible that we've learned a lot more about David Matlow, after all these years, just through the story of your father's history and your grandparents' history, it's pretty remarkable. And we wish him the very, very best. And uh, uh, what can I say? Uh, you and I one day will be enjoying one of these uh, permanent flights to the Holy Land, please God, with the backgrounds that we have and the feelings that we have toward the state of Israel. 
I look forward to introducing you to Shmulek and having a haircut together with you, Nassim, <laughs> one day, one day soon. The karav be amenu. As my uh, as my uh, youngsters in my ho- household would say, goals. <laughs> that supposedly is the way <laughs> is the way to express that these days. That would be a goal worth attaining. Uh, David, congratulations, uh, Mazal Tov again, and thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much. Have a great day, everyone. David Matlow accompanied his father, Irving. 96 years old on the 3rd of January, just a few days ago, 96 years old on his Aliyah flight to Israel. We know David because of the Herzl collection and so much that he's done in terms of educating uh, adults and youngsters alike when it comes to modern Jewish history and especially Herzl. Uh, But we learned something new about him. And um, that's the incredible background that he has in terms of his family, and now his father is a permanent resident and citizen of the state of Israel as of January the 3rd at the age of 96. Pretty remarkable. More coming up. It's a Monday. It's JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. with your Achmiel Begun Miami Boys Choir. Uh, Rabbi Goldwasser was um, asked by our friends at the Jewish Views magazine, uh, along with a lot of other people, was asked about a Kabbalah, something that they've taken upon themselves since the start of the war, in a religious sense. And Rabbi Goldwasser's answer was, uh, to paraphrase, was that every day on Nahum Siegel's morning show, we talk about the hostages. We talk about the IDF soldiers. We talk about somebody and something related to the war, which I thought was beautiful. And thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser, for that and for using this forum to do it. Much appreciated. The aforementioned Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Arav Zeben and Zechonishmas Esther Basavalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. An interesting question arose. Does a soldier who uses someone's vacant home at the time of war, need to pay any rent. In Meseches Babakama, we learn concerning the person who wants to use his friend's home. The friend's home is used for rental. However, the friend isn't there. The person staying has Hanah. If he couldn't stay there, he'd have to find another place. Does he have to pay? This is speaking in a case where, of course, there was no harm or damage caused to the premises whatsoever. The din is that if the person was staying in the chutzer without the owner's knowledge and the owner tells him to leave and he doesn't, he has to pay the entire rent. If he didn't tell the person to leave, then the chutzer is not intended for rental. He doesn't have to pay. The reason is, is because this one had enjoyment and the other one did not lose anything. The Ramah writes, that under normal circumstances, when a person lives there, he has to pay rent. However, when Rav David Sperber, he was the Rav of Brasov, was asked concerning this, Bishas Milcham, at a time of war, he writes in a tshuva that in Tofre Shayin Hay, at the time of World War I, many left their homes because of great fear of the enemy. Their homes were abandoned. They were hefker. One person went and lived in one of the homes. After the owner returned, he said, they came to Rav Sperber with a question, was there any rent that was owed? Rav Sperber answers, it seems that the person is completely potter, they're exempt. Although the Ramah writes that most homes are made for rental, this particular house was not suitable to rent. He says the Ramah writes in the beginning of the chapter, that if the owner was used to renting out the house, but right now the house cannot be rented, for whatever reason, we go after the Shah this particular hour. Therefore, the person living there during war is exempt from paying. The Gemara explains further that if the individual did cause some slight damage, blackened the walls, 
perhaps used electricity or water, he would be chayev, he'd be obligated to pay for that. But since it is a time of war, Rav Silverstein argues the house had no value, no one would rent the house even for a penny. In that case, a person is potter. The owner has hana, knowing that at least someone was occupying the house, preventing ganavim, thieves from entering. It could be that he would have to pay for the water and the electricity. In the current war, two soldiers had to occupy one of the Jewish homes in Gaza to sleep there and to stay there at least during the night. There were two residents of Nachal Oz near Gaza. They went back to their home almost two months after that fateful day, October 7th. They found a note in 50 shekels that were left by the IDF soldiers who were stationed there in their evacuated city. The note says, We took a bottle of wine to make Kiddush for Shabbat. This is the money for it. Toda uslicha. Thank you, and we're sorry. Mi ka'amcha Yisrael, gayachad ba'aretz. May all of the members of Israel's security forces, wherever they're at, be protected. May they be successful in all of their missions. And may the hostages be released immediately and return home safe and sound. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M. with Aryeh Kunstler and me mama Kim. Uh, before that, the Shlomo and Ami Cohen selection, Ma'ashiv, Hey Rava, was done by Yoni Stokar here at J.M. in the A.M. Well, the description of this uh, terror attack in Ranana is, is quite something. I'm reading from the Jerusalem Post. Combined ramming and stabbing attacks were reported in Ranana on Monday afternoon, leaving over a dozen people injured. A single terrorist stabbed a woman, stole a car, and proceeded to carry out ramming attacks in several locations. The terrorist swapped vehicles three times after crashing. The terrorist was from Hebron was later arrested. Two people were slightly injured after being run over on Rehov Haroshet where a 66-year-old man was also seriously stabbed. An additional eight people were injured to varying degrees, including a 70-year-old woman, critically, a 34-year-old man, and a 16-year-old boy in serious condition with head injuries as a result of the ramming on Rehov Achuza, the main street of the city. Three of the victims overall are in serious condition, seven moderate and five lightly injured. The injured were taken to Meir Medical Center in Kfar Saba and Rabin Medical Center, Balinson in Petach Tikva. Viola Hachman, a paramedic for Magain David Adom, who provided first aid in Rehov Achuza, said to the Jerusalem Post, this is a very difficult event with many casualties. To my knowledge, everyone has already been evacuated to various hospitals, including those in critical condition. MDA medic, uh, paramedic Ellie Raymond, who arrived at one of the scenes, said, We arrived at the scene with large forces and began performing an initial triage and providing medical treatment to about eight wounded people with different degrees of injury. Following an unusual incident currently in Ranana, police forces are on the scene and the circumstances of the incident are being investigated. This is the statement by Israeli police. The public is asked to be vigilant and obey the police officer's instructions. Schools in the area are on lockdown. Parents are told not to take their children outside their homes. This according to the mayor of Ranana's office. So that's from the Jerusalem Post. Um, multiple attacks, it seems, in the city of Ranana today on Monday in Israel. They're calling it a ramming and suspected ramming and stabbing attacks in Ranana. And we pray for those who are injured in the attack. Unbelievable. Although maybe I shouldn't even say that. When it comes to this enemy, everything is believable at this point. Even a terrorist attack in the center of Ranana. J 
JM in the AM on a Monday morning. It's the 15th of January, day five in the month of Shvat. Today's a legal holiday here in the United States. Some people are off. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. We certainly welcome your comments. Um... Today is Monday, which means that Rabbi Benji Kramer is going to be on at 9 a.m. with Meir Milim, uh, shedding light on a Hebrew word or phrase. This week, Rabbi Kramer will discuss Psalm 120, Kuf Chaf. Kuf Chaf, Psalm 120 of Tehillim of Psalms will be examined by Rabbi Kramer coming up at 9 a.m. Eastern Time right here after JM in the a.m. All right. So keep that in mind and get ready for Rabbi Kramer at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. More coming up. It's Monday. It's JM in the AM.
Shalhevet Orchestra, Tfilolani, and um, there you go. And before that, uh, Orech Yamim here at JM in the AM. End of hour number two for us at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world of web at AlchemySegal.com, and the AlchemySegal Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app. Thanks for tuning in. Martin Luther King Day here in the United States. Around the world, we are here with, for you, live from our New York City studio. Thanks for joining us. Much appreciated, to say the least. Uh, brand new album, Shirei David, from a gentleman named David Levy. Here it is at JM in the AM. The higher Hashem the
This is Gerenu, Mr. 
JM in the AM with uh, Ellie Seidenfeld and Tfilos, Hane- Tfilos Haneros, I should say, here at JM in the AM. Lachzik uh, Chazak, that was Akiva. You heard um, David Levy before that with Alenu. That's a brand new one. He's out with a brand new album, in fact, here at JM in the AM. Best place for brand new Jewish music. Quarter after the hour, JM in the AM, good morning. It's a Monday legal holiday in the United States. A lot of people working nonetheless. Uh, I welcome all of you around the world who I'm assuming are going through a typical morning, afternoon, or evening. Uh, hello to those in Israel. Our thoughts with those in Ranana after the terror attack today. My God. This was one that um, was multifaceted and left a lot of people injured. And we pray for those who are injured. And as I said earlier, nothing at all is unbelievable anymore that the terrorists were in the center of Ranana and conducted a multi-level terror attack in the main part of the city. Doesn't surprise us anymore. There are no surprises when it comes to the enemy. That's one thing we've learned. Um, coming up at 9 o'clock, uh, Rabbi Benji Kramer is going to be analyzing Psalm number 120, Kuf Chaf, in a segment that we call Meir Milim. Monday at 9 a.m. is Meir Milim, named for Mayor Weingarten, and it's a segment that analyzes, that discusses a specific phrase or word or root of a Hebrew word. In this case, an entire a chapter of Tehillim, chapter 120, Kuf Chaf, is going to be spoken about. All right, Benji Kramer coming up at 9 a.m. right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. If you haven't yet supported our 40th anniversary campaign, we ask that you do that by going to fjbunity.org. Again, fjbunity.org, and we thank you. The 40th anniversary campaign will end. Not yet. It will end eventually. Uh, but at the moment, it's still going on, and we hope everybody out there can help us and support us by going to fjbunity.org. Earlier this morning, we spoke with David Matlow. His father, 96-year-old Irving Matlow, just made Aliyah to Israel. whole thing is pretty remarkable. If you miss it, there's an archive section later on here uh, with um, that conversation. Make sure to uh, check out the archive also if you don't receive our daily thread and or our weekly newsletter just be in touch with avrami af at nachomsegel.com again that's af at nachomsegel.com he'll make sure you're on that you you are included on the list of those who need to receive the daily thread and the weekly newsletter more coming up it's surely at jm in the a.m Nalanu Kodesh <laughs> 
Wow. 
you're feeling all alone mm, You need some happiness to call your own Oh, nothing is going the way it should You're trying to do the best you could Lift up your eyes to the sky Your life's in His hands Trust in Him and He will reply Guiding all your steps Always at your side Shaye ben Remoshe, fin kerestir. Reb Shaye ben Remoshe, fin kerestir. Reb Shaye ben Remoshe, fin kerestir. Ay 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 ay, Reb Shaye le. Reb Shaye ben Remoshe, fin kerestir. Reb Shaye ben Remoshe, fin kerestir. Reb Shaye ben Remoshe, fin kerestir. Ay 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 ay, Reb Shaye le. Wenn er jeden hat gefragt, ob Scheile, wer bist du? Schlägt der Heilige Rebbe suchen. Ich bin Scheile. Und ich habe ein Gasthaus. Ich finde Gasthaus in Kerestin. Everyone is welcome from far and near. Shayef in the gasthouse in Kerestin. Oy, 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 oy. Rab Shayef. Rab Shayef in the gasthouse in Kerestin. Rab Shayef in the Moishef in Kerestin. Rab Shayef in the gasthouse in Kerestin. 
J.M. in the A.M. with Joey Newcomb. He calls that song Reb Shaya here at J.M. in the A.M. Shmoli Schneider with You're Never Alone. Kako Chavim done by Sholi, brand new. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Don't forget, if you uh, would like to reach us by email, nachum at nachumsegel.com, nachum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at nachumsegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. If you don't receive our daily thread or our weekly newsletter, make sure to uh, write to Avrami. He'll make sure you get it. It's AF at NahumSiegel.com, AF at NahumSiegel.com. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, NahumSiegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Those of you who have not yet supported our 40th anniversary campaign, please continue to support the amazing work that we do every single day at JMDM and the NahumSiegel Network. Go to FJBUnity.org. Again, FJBUnity.org, and we thank you. More coming up, including this one from our friends at the Miami Boys Choir at JM in the AM.
Oi, 
The Deddy tribute, Yankee Briskman and company here at JM in the AM. It's quite a tribute, done really well. Ani Maman was your Achmiel Begun Miami Boys Choir. JM in the AM, good morning all. Thanks. Welcome to a Monday. A lot of people working today, even though it's a legal holiday here in the United States. I welcome all of you from around the world, Israel, and other places who are enjoying a morning, afternoon, and or evening with us here at JM in the AM. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Israel. Obviously, that's something that we're doing all the time, but today especially with the Additional prayers required for our brothers and sisters in Ranana who were injured in this multifaceted terror attack today. The stabbings, the uh, car rammings, etc., etc. Nothing is unbelievable anymore. We know what the uh, we know the types of things that the enemy is capable of, and uh, today in Ranana is another example of that. Again, we uh, were thinking of our brothers and sisters there and everywhere, including those being held in Gaza at the moment. Speaking of the efforts on behalf of our brothers and sisters, last week we had the amazing Chibuk event. It was Tuesday night, and even during a blizzard, or I should say a hurricane, hundreds of people showed up and sat through an amazingly inspiring program. It really was amazing. 
Uh, anyway, I remind everybody that donations, big and small, are needed to keep the Chibuk effort going. Go to Chibuk.org, C-H-I-B-U-K.org, C-H-I-B-U-K.org. Be as generous as you can. It's uh, an effort that has been formed to literally address the long-term financial needs of those who've been affected by the war. And the number of people that it's going to end up serving is going to be mammoth. So give what you can, chibuk.org, C-H-I-B-U-K.org. More coming up, JM in the AM with Simcha Liner. Boi b'shalom, in <laughs>
Yalla, limchot kapayim, simhat Yerushalayim Yalla, limchot kapayim, 
Yaakov Shweki with that Mizrahi set here at JM and the AM. Simcha Liner before that. While our listeners in Chicago are enjoying, I think, minus 7 degree weather. And according to listener Yoichi, he's uh, enjoying 13 degrees. A lot of people need to warm up. <laughs> a lot of people need to warm up who are tuned in. It's going to be a cold week in a lot of places. Our brothers and sisters in Israel. We are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard of listeners sponsored digital radio around the world of women, AlchemSegal.com and the AlchemSegal Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Monday. Thanks to David Matlow for joining us earlier. Mazal Tov to Irving Matlow, 96 years old, just made Aliyah. Unbelievable story. Check out the archive, AlchemSegal.com, and of course, on the NSN app. Those of you who uh, do not receive our daily thread or our weekly newsletter. Just write to Avrami. He'll take good care of you. AF at NahumSiegel.com. AF at NahumSiegel.com. And yes, he will take very good care of you. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, NahumSiegel. Oh, and Rai Benji Kramer is next with Meir Milim. He'll be discussing Tehillim Kufchaf. Tehillim Kufchaf is next with Rai Benji Kramer. And may ear me Lynn. Have a fabulous Monday till tomorrow. Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.